Hi, Shaleen. My name's Maddie. I'm 21 years old, and I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now. And I just want to say, as a student, as a younger audience member, your podcast just really get me through the day, especially in these hard times. And your advice is just so endearing and sincere, and it makes me have hope for the future. And it really just helps my day, brightens my day. So thank you for everything you're saying, and thank you for being a leader in these hard times because I know people like me look up to you so much and I look forward to your podcast every day. So thank you for everything you're doing. Love you. Mean it. Hey there. How are you? (laughs) How are you doing? Are you holding up? Okay. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. Like, so I'm in my bedroom right now. I'm recording this on my bed. I mean, the whole house is, I mean, it's chaos. It's crazy. Everything's turned upside down. Like we're all on top of each other. Can't remember the last time I put on a pair of jeans. I'm living in yoga pants. I've decided now that lashes are still essential. I'm holding on, but I'm not so sure a bra is. Like, you know, like we're all just trying to get through this and we will. Thank you for leaving me voicemail messages. You can do that by going to my website. There's a little thing on the side of the website that says submit a message. Jot down a few notes before you do that. You guys have been doing an exceptional job. Thank you so much. I'm going to share some of those. And it's important for me to hear what's going on. And it's very interesting how the messages change every couple of days. Like, it's weird. You know, I started listening to this podcast on grief that Brene Brown had done. And it really made sense to me that what I'm hearing in your messages, some of them really kind of follow that pattern. Not that grief is linear, but they kind of follow that pattern that people go through, like the denial, and some people sound really happy, and then you can hear the sadness, the anger. It's just really interesting what everyone's going through. So here's what I want you to know. I'm listening, and I'm asking you to leave me those messages so that I know how I can help. And at the moment, I really feel like the most important thing I can do is help to relieve some of the stress, anxiety, and worry you have about your financial security. And it is founded I mean, at the time that I'm recording this, which it'll be obsolete in a week, but at the time that I'm recording this, the unemployment is at 10 million. And that's insane. So it is with good cause that people are concerned over their financial status. I mean, businesses, business owners, employees, everyone has been hit by it. And so that's the first thing I want to help you with. But I do want you to know that I hear your cries for help. I hear the anxiety and the sadness and the overwhelm that you're sharing with me in these messages, and it breaks my heart. But I also want you to know that you need to have hope and you need faith. Now is the time to turn to your faith more than anything, but we're going to address these things. I'm going to bring a couple of experts on to help you with that anxiety, but just hold on. Get through one more day. You can handle this. I promise there are blessings in this. Today, I'm going to share with you something that Brett and I did like four emergency Zooms this week for you, and we tried to split them up. So we did two for people who are employees or they're 1099s, you work for someone else, or maybe your spouse works for someone else, and you're worried about the loss of their job, loss of income, loss of revenue. And then we did two that were specifically designed for people who are business owners or entrepreneurs, network marketers. What I'm sharing today is our best advice and your next four steps if you're concerned about your job, and you should be, like everyone should be, even if your boss has said to you, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. They may have said that thinking that to be true, 
but no one could possibly even guess what's going to happen next. No one could have imagined or predicted that we would be here today. So in this episode, we're helping you. When I said, you you guys, you need to plan. I said that earlier last week in my episodes, everyone replied and said, okay, how do I plan for the unexpected? And that's what we're going to share with you today. Okay. So enjoy this. It's Brett and myself, and we're speaking very frank. And I know it's going to start off with some real, like, kind of hard to swallow facts. But then we're going to get into, like, all the good news, because there's lots of opportunity here. I promise you, we're all going to look back at this and say, wow, what a blessing. I know it. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Hi, my name is Shalene Johnson. And I'm Brett Johnson. And together we have created two children. Two children together, yes. And eight businesses, seven different industries. All creating multiple seven figures. Mm -hmm. Sold a bunch of businesses. We've had businesses that did not work out. We have been through... The 2008 crash, we have been together for 30 years. When we first met, I was already in business. I had my first LLC or or I forget whether it was a corporation or LLC, but I owned an automobile swap meet when we first met in college. We've done a myriad of different things. We've also been employees. We are employers. We have been in rock bottom debt with over half a million dollars in debt. Not fun. We've built back from nothing. We understand what it means to have a serious budget and to be in financial crisis. Here's what we're going to cover today. We're specifically talking to those of you who are employees, or maybe you've recently been laid off, or your job is, it's in a high risk industry, or you're worried about it, or maybe it is your significant other who is employed right now or recently laid off. So here's what we plan on doing today. We are going to talk about the very realistic impact this is going to have on the economy so that everyone wants a crystal ball. Everybody right now wants to know what's going to happen next. When are we going back to normal? What could happen to my job? Am I safe? Right? That's the thing we keep hearing people say, like, we're okay, right? Yeah, yeah. we're going to be all right, right? We're good, right? our job's safe. We're like, like a necessity. Like what we do is fine, right? Yeah, like people, people keep asking us like, so I'm in fill in the blank. So I'm good, right? Like I'm safe, right? Like everyone keeps asking us and asking when we're going to go back. And so here's what we're going to do. We're going to walk through very worst case scenarios for you. And we're also going to help break down the likelihood of it. Now that might seem scary, but I want you to stay with us because there's incredible opportunity for people who are smart and people who don't wait. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing we talked about was how important it is not to panic, but you have to act because panic is flight or fight. That's what panic does. Yeah. So it's a reaction that keeps us alive. It's biological. It serves a purpose. When there's a lion, yeah, you need to panic. And get the hell out of there. So when this first hit, I think because Shalene and I have gone through a lot of these different times in our business and our career and changing directions and pivoting that we felt that like we were like, oh, this is going to be one of those ones again where we're going to have to figure this out. And so we quickly went from, I wouldn't call it a panic, but we went into, because we have already felt that before, we went right into like plan mode. Action. And action and doing a lot of the things 
that even though we're business owners that we're going to share with you that you can do as well. There's going to be new industries because you've probably all seen those things on social. There's eight huge companies that are like world renowned that all came out of the 2008 crash, right? Mm -hmm. So there's going to be new companies that are forming. There's going to be industries that go bye-bye. And I see a lot of flight attendants. I mean, even though today was the first time that you actually heard that the federal government is going to help some of these airlines not bail out like they did the banks, but they're going to help them out. There's going to be some airlines that might not make it. Yeah, There might not be seven airlines to choose from. There might only be five. I don't know, but there's going to be different. The industries are going to change and some industries are just going to go away. I agree. I was telling Brett today that I've really enjoyed doing this with you guys. I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like we're stuck together and our kids are with us. And you know what I mean? Like, I mean, but like you want to talk to other people about this. Like, okay, so what what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Right. So, I mean, I really enjoy this because I love hearing people's perspective and like how you're coping with it and what you're worried about and like, what do you think? And Mm -hmm. before we go much further, I want to say this. What we're going to share with you is only our opinion and it's our experience. We're trying not to give you advice. We're trying to lay out possibilities. Every single expert has their own unique perspective. And no one expert has the answer for you because they're not you. So anything we suggest here, please don't take it as like, okay, they told me to do this. That's unsafe. But with experience and expertise comes different stages of life. So we're getting way different advice from Shalene's dad, who's been an entrepreneur for 50 plus years, Mm -hmm. totally different advice than we might be getting from somebody that's, you know, the same age as we are. Mm -hmm. And definitely we're not probably going to take a lot of advice for somebody that just created a business within like the last five or six years because they've never gone through anything like this. I know there's a lot of people offering advice right now because they have a platform, they have a big social media following, but frankly, it's built on social media. They haven't built a business. They haven't been half a million dollars in debt. They haven't folded businesses. They haven't had to figure out how to pay the rent, how to figure out like, okay, we don't have money right now. How are we going to live off our credit cards until we can find a way to make money? And we have done that. And we know the stress and strain it puts on a relationship. We know that your children feel it. We know that it takes an impact on your health. But we also know that God is good and he will provide and he will never leave you. And there's always an alternate plan. There's always hope. If you believe, you must have faith first in yourself. But also know this, we're going to give you our advice, but any person who's giving you advice, their advice is tainted or polluted or influenced by their own opinions and their own experiences. So we just want to say that we're not giving you legal advice. We're not giving you financial advice. We're just sharing with you what we did. And I know sometimes I'm very pushy. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can be I, that. I can be a little bossy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people say, well, you told me to do that. I'm like, I've never even talked to you in my whole life. And they're like, well, I listened to one of your podcasts. I'm like, don't <laughs> listen to me. So I just want to be upfront and say, take our advice. But this is a time for you to make really sound decisions. And there are those who are frozen in fear. And the worst place you can be is frozen in fear. That's the same as quitting. The people are willing to like try a bunch of different things and you're scrappy and you're a honey badger, then you're going to get through this and we're going to get through this together. All right. So we're going to start with some like, you know, in your face, real talk. Cause the people who are asking, is everything going to be the same? 
I think you're hoping for us to reassure you and say that it will. How can it be? In early February, there was 200,000 people that applied for unemployment. 200,000 in one week in February before all this happened. In the last two weeks, 10 million. It's not going to be this. Like two weeks. In two weeks, 10 million. 10 million. And that's not even close to being the total number because they've already said that the site crashed. We know four people that have been laid off that haven't even filed for unemployment yet. Just because like they just haven't got around to it. You know, they're trying to, you know, try to figure out other things, trying to Mm -hmm. figure out shelter, trying to figure out like what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. So that number is going to keep climbing and climbing and climbing. It's you guys, I mean, we're not here to stir fear, but we are here to shake you and say, stop being scared and just face the facts. Nothing is going to be the same and you need to get moving now. So what does this look like? 10 million people unemployed in the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. The highest unemployment rate in our nation's history since we started recording it was in 2008. In 2008, our highest on record unemployment week was over 680K, not even a million, just over half a million. And now we're at 10 million in two weeks. It's estimated that by in just a few months time, we'll be between 30 and 35% percent of our country unemployed with 67 million people in jobs that are in high risk industries, meaning they're just, they're on the brink of disaster. They could collapse. You could experience layoffs. So we just got to be real. You know, I I know people want to say like, oh, can we hear something positive? Yeah. Here's something positive for you. You'll get through this and you can do this. But everything else is just fact. And it's shocking. And Shalene was talking about the Great Depression that took World War II to get out of the Great Depression. This isn't going to take something like that. It's going to take getting over the virus. So to answer your question, there isn't an end point, but we're going to have to go through it to get to that end point. And what happens during that time, it's going to change the world because people, bosses, but the people that we talk to are going to have difficult decisions to make over the next two months, right? And everybody's learning how to work differently right now. We're learning how to work differently. Every company's learning how to work thinner. How to survive. How to survive. They're learning how to get by with less and looking to their team for, can somebody else do that? Can somebody else step up and do that task so we don't have to hire somebody new? Or maybe we downsize and one person now does what two people were doing. That's the facts. Mm -hmm. So you might get caught in that crossfire, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not going to be shooting guns, but like literally like the owners are going to be sitting down and putting out pen to paper, the smart ones, and going, what can we survive with? Mm -hmm. They don't want to lose their business. Yeah. But they also have their family and shelter and all the other things that you guys write down. Yeah. Before everybody starts freaking out, let's get ahead of it. When people start to freak out and fear sets in, that's when things become dangerous. Just get ahead of it. That's what we did. All right. So we're going to talk about the options, but we're employers. And a lot of people's employers can't speak candidly to you right now. They can't. Because they don't know what's going to happen. 
And if they're telling you, don't worry, we're going to take care of you, they can't answer that question because they don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. They do not. We're telling our people, we're going to evaluate this every two weeks and you're our number one priority, but we can't make you any promises because our promises to each other and to our children, you know, that's bottom line. And we know what we're going to do and we're not worried if everything goes away because money does not have a hold on us. And we also know how to solve problems for people. But a lot of employers are, and this is what happened in 2008, people said, don't worry, we're going to be fine. And then they came into work on Monday morning and said, I'm so sorry, we have to lay you off. You know, when we're talking about these loans getting to people in the short period of time that they're saying, that sounds great, but we've never done this before in our country. Never. A forced stop. Like this virus has forced the economy to stop. Yeah. So employers, even employers who want to be honest, they just don't know. No one's ever been here before. So you have to just plan for the worst. They are looking at very real possibilities that every employee under 100,000 could experience a 25% pay decrease. Oh, every employee, not just under 100,000, across the board. Sure. And you're looking at potentially very real layoffs. 1099 people, you're going to be some of the first to go. And they're going to most, this is just reality, guys. You have to expect this, you know, and if you're planning on it, then, and if you, if you think about, okay, if this happens tomorrow and you're thinking through what your possibilities are, then you won't be freaked out and shocked when it happens. You'd be like, okay, all right. Because here's the thing about mega, mega change. Do any of you have children? Do any of you have kids? Because when you have a kid, there's a couple of moments where you're like, how does anyone do this? I cannot survive this. This is too hard. And then you think to yourself, how is it I thought I was busy before? And then you have another kid and you go, how is it I thought I was busy when I had one? And then you have another kid and you go, how is it I was busy when I had two? And then you have twins and you think, how is it people with one think they're busy? Like the point is, no matter how overwhelmed you feel in this moment, things normalize and God gives us what we can handle. So the normalization is going to set in. It always does. And you're going to be okay. Do you believe that? You are going to be okay. Stay calm. Take a deep breath. But industries are changing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so now what, right? By the way, Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through how to stop the bleeding. We're going to talk about how to make yourself more valuable and attractive if you've lost a job or if you need to find a job. We're also going to talk to you about how to find work. And then we're also going to share with you opportunities of how you can make your own money. So let's start by how to stop the bleeding. Okay, take some notes. And this is us sharing information. We're not giving you advice. We're asking you to think about considering certain things. Okay. All right. So let's talk about. What are the things they have to take care of? Like, what are the three things? Okay. Food, shelter, healthcare. You need all three. All three. It's essential. Those are your primaries. Those are the things you have to take care of, and everything else you have to prioritize below that. Everything else that, if it's not making you money or isn't going to get you to your job or get you money in some way, it has to be a lower priority right now because everything else is food, shelter, healthcare. All right. So let's talk about things that right now you should probably consider renegotiating because you may need cash. 
you may need money. You may need to be liquid, Mm -hmm. right? So how can you make sure you have more money right now? And that might mean incurring extra debt. It might mean incurring a longer term on some things. But for right now, we are in an emergency situation. Yeah. So what are some of the things that people can renegotiate? Right off the bat, very first thing, you should go and talk to your either landlord or if you own a home, your mortgage company and figure out what you can do. There's so many things you can do. I can give you five different examples of just people we know that have reached out to their landlord and just adjust it. Whether it's two months off, add them on to the end of we the- mean off, like, like two like, deferments. Like, yeah, two deferments. So like, I'm not going to pay April and I'm not going to pay May and we're going to stick it on the end of the lease. There's lots of that going on. I've also heard a couple of things where they're going to give off half off, half the rent off for the next 90 days, for the next three months. And then they're going to take that money and disperse it over in like a calendar year. So they'll like, so let's just make it really, let's say your rent's $1,000. So you're going to pay $500 for the next three months savings. They're going to take that $1,500 and divide it over the next 12 months. So there's so many different things you can do, but you need to do that with the priority one, which is shelter. Mm -hmm. And here's the deal. It needs to be in writing. So you can Google how to write a request. Trust me, there's all kinds of templates available for you, but you need to request whatever. and, And don't do this if you really don't need it, because Lord knows that there are going to be so many scummy opportunists taking advantage of people right now. I mean, we're already getting emails from people that's just like, are you joking? But there are going to be those people. Don't be one of those people. And you don't pay your rent and then say, oh, the governor, oh, my governor, said, it the was governor fine. said it was fine. You call the landlord and work with them. Now, the same landlord has figured out that thing. What the governor is saying is, hey, landlords, mm-hmm. hey, mortgage companies, mm-hmm. work with these people mm-hmm. because you're not going to be allowed to evict them. Work with them. Mm-hmm. And they're going to work with you, mm-hmm. right? Because they're in the same boat as you. But those people also, if you're renting from them, they probably don't own that house outright. So they have to pay a bank. So now they have to go to the bank. So it's a whole trickle down. So we're all in this together. So don't just bury your head in the sand and just go, the governor said it was okay. The governor's not going to be there at the end when you get evicted eventually, because they're not going to be able to do this forever. There's going to be so much fraud. And that's why you will need to provide proof. You'll need to provide proof from your employer, from your bank statements, from your adjusted income. And you you should likely have all those things. And if you haven't been affected, if you haven't been impacted, well, then you can still pay your rent this month and you should. But don't just do it because everyone's doing it. Like someone said, I haven't been impacted yet. Well, I mean, we're paying our mortgage. We're, we're paying everything that we can because we still can. I think it's your civic duty. I mean, if you can pay it, then you pay it. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's people out there, like, I mean, there's major corporations that are coming on television every single day and saying, yep, we've closed the doors, but we're going to pay our employees through June. That hurts. They could furlough people. They could lay people off, but they're saying they can do that. And Shalene and I are doing the same. We can pay. We paid our mortgage this morning. It went out and I didn't call anybody because I knew we could make the payment. I paid our one car payment. We have one car payment. We paid that. So if you can do it, if not, call, just don't stick your head. That's when you're going to get in trouble. If you decide like, I'm just going to just bury my head and just picture like this never happened. And maybe I will wake up 30 days from now and everything will be fine. No. Make sure you call. And that's what every single professional is telling you to do. Right. Make sure you write. R- write. Call, write, whatever. Email, put e- it email, in writing. Yes. 
Yeah. Okay, because it's going to be difficult to call places now. The other things you can do is, if, do you have automobile insurance? You can increase your deductible rate, which may give you a lower payment. monthly payment. You could increase your deductible rate for your health insurance. You could turn in your car and get a less expensive car. You could turn in your car and realize you could probably get by with one car or or something that's far less expensive than what you're in right now. It's just, see, most people don't have eight to nine months, let alone a year's worth of emergency funding. They just don't. But I do agree. If you can pay it, that doesn't mean if you can pay it this month, but next month you wouldn't have any money. No. You know what position you're in. Picture yourself in this for 90 days and anything less is a bonus. Yeah. But if you don't have 90 days to get through what could happen, then call, write, and get this stuff negotiated. But if you're good for 90 days, you're good. But if you are like, I'm good for April, but May is going to suck, then you need to start doing this now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say something that is what we did, and I'm not suggesting that you do this, but when we were severely in debt and had already borrowed money from our parents and didn't want to burden them any further, we sat down and made a plan because we were facing bankruptcy and you might need to do that. I don't know. But what we decided to do was make a plan to make money. And in order to do that, we had to get extra credit card debt, which we vowed to pay off as soon as we could, but it gave us a little bit of runway. And if it means keeping your kid in diapers and you're like, I don't want to carry any debt, but if that's the alternative, then you have to consider that. I mean, you you really do need to be thinking ahead, not thinking with greed, not thinking as an opportunist, but thinking like, okay, that's what we had to do. It's like, okay, but we also knew ourselves and we had a plan to make that money back and we were committed to each other. We were committed to that plan and we were committed to cutting out all the other excess spending. Nothing, nothing was spent that we didn't need to spend. You know, our kids wore hand-me-downs and... It was a very difficult time and it feels like when you're in it, you're not going to get through it, but you very quickly adjust. You very quickly realize what is important and you very quickly realize that you can get through anything. Other things that they can look at, probably to consider cutting I mean, if you have like like a, a life insurance policy, you could readjust that. It might be one of those ones that's like crazy premium. You might be able to call them and adjust that in term you know, get a little bit less payment if you're doing that per month or something. You got to look at your bills, you know, and obviously we're going to get to the ones that are like, pull out your credit card, like essential things. We have one that's, you know, probably going to be a little controversial, mm. but it's a fact. Obviously go through your, your statements. Yeah. Your credit card you're statements. You're so good to explain that to people. So you go through your credit card statements. And if, if you followed me before, I, I've talked about this all the time. I do it every quarter. Go through your credit card statements and just look at all the stupid things that you pay for monthly, quarterly, annually that you can just get rid of. You know, so like apps and things like that. I mean, literally, I had a gal reach out to me and it's like, oh my gosh, I went home that night that I heard you say to do that. And she saved like $3,000 in one year by canceling all these dumb apps that her kids were like downloading that are free, but then they turn into like $4 a week. You know, just go through all that kind of stuff and just get rid of memberships you don't need, expensive stuff you don't need, that monthly whatever it is that comes to your house that you're like, okay, I guess I don't need to do that this month or next month. Because guess what? If things get better, you can always go back to it. Yeah. And guess what? It'll probably be cheaper. You'll probably get a better deal. You'll probably get a cheaper membership. 
Yeah, the subscriptions. You need to log into your Apple account and then you look at your subscriptions. So many people with toddlers and tweens and teens don't realize that every time your kid has picked up your phone, maybe for the last 10 years, and they're like, mom, can I download this game? It's free. And you're like, sure, honey. Let me see it. Oh, yeah, absolutely, honey. We didn't know that they literally agreed to it rolling over to $14.99 a week or $10.99 a day. Like We've heard crazy, ridiculous stories of people who didn't know that those charges were incurring. So there's a really important thing for you to do is to just go through your monthly statement and yeah. say, do we need this? Do you, do you need Netflix, Hulu, Disney, blah, 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 blah. You know, do you need all 50 of them you, you know, right now? Do you literally need them all right now? I mean, just, I mean, that's what you need to get down to, literally figuring that out. Like, and that's where the country's at. And here's the other thing you have to remember. And we're trying not to cancel anything we don't need to yet, right? But there are certain things we're like, okay, that's just unnecessary. That's just unnecessary. Because we know every time we cancel something, that's going to mean someone may get laid off in that company. Like the trickle down is just horrendous. When you realize like, if I'm canceling this and canceling this and canceling this, that just squeezes every part of the chain. This, what this made people do, and we'll probably go back online, which means we'll get back to normal in terms of like, we'll be able to go out. We'll be able to, you know, this band will be left. 30, 60, 90, whatever you might want to guess. Nobody knows. It's a freaking virus. Like nobody knows. Like we have experts that give you a range of 30 to 90 days. So who knows? And we have a lot of smart people trying to figure out a vaccine, a lot of smart people. So that might happen before you even know it. But what will happen for sure is there's a generation right now and our kids are in that generation, you know, those high school to like 28 year old, like, you know, that Adrian, they're seeing this firsthand and I can already see them starting to go like, I don't need to spend that kind of money. I don't need to spend, like, I don't, why do I need to do they'll that? Live why, differently. They're going to they're, they're, they're live differently. That group that was given a trophy for everything they do just got slapped in they the face. They won't be spending $10 on coffees. Correct. So all those kids that I was really worried about because I coached a bunch of them and I, I saw the parents and they were all about like, what's it in for my kids? And, you know, parents writing, cheating on SATs to get them into school. All that generation just got slapped in the face right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's global. So it's got to be a message. There's got to be a miracle happening. There will be meaning in this. Yeah. There's no other way to explain why it would be happening, not just in the United States, but the whole <laughs> world. It gives me chills. Yeah. It literally gives me chills because I think there's a lot of positive. I know it is. Someone asked if you would cancel your VPN or virus protection. I absolutely would not. We're literally getting like every single day we're getting, it's like at the height right now, all the software companies, they're like an overdrive to try to protect people from getting scammed. I mean, I just got one before we left here. I sent it to them like, this is a, a big one. Scam. This is a big, uh, was a big it's not even scam. A scam. It, it's someone being shady. It's somebody being shady. It wasn't something like if I clicked on it, my computer was going to blow up. It was literally a flat out scam. Like they were asking me to like, I think now, what they're doing is illegal, illegal, but they're working with the government. They're not working with the government. They're working with other banks. Okay. Not working off the, the government. I mean, yes, they're, they're, they're trying to exploit this care act is what they were trying to do. So some things you want to consider. We're not saying you have to cancel these, but you know, you got to think about what, what do you need to consider? And the first one I would say is college tuition. You know, that might be a difficult conversation, mm -hmm. but 
if you've got a kid who's, and this is hard, man, your kid has gotten great grades and they filled out the application and they took the SAT and they have done the work and this is their lifelong dream. Mm -hmm. And your family has planned on this happening and you've budgeted for it. And now dad's been laid off and mom is facing a potential layoff. You're thinking about sending your kid away to school. Here's the conversation I would have. Junior college, maybe? I would just say, let's give you an education that will serve you the rest of your life. Let's spend the next year teaching you how to make money. Let's teach you how to budget money. Let's teach you how you can provide for yourself, that you are way better than those kids that think that they're going to graduate from school with great grades and get a job because they ain't. And you're better than that. So let's spend a year setting you up for success. Let's real life be college because I love you too much to put you in debt and to put that kind of pressure on your shoulders and to put our family further in debt. And I understand, honey, that you've worked so hard for this and this is part of God's plan and none of us could have expected this. This is no fault of your own, but this is for your highest. That's what I would say to my child. And that's what we are saying to our kids. Now, our son's in a little different situation because he's a a full ride scholarship athlete. Full ride. You know, people say, my kid got a scholarship, maybe for like, you know, a portion of it, but like, does that include room and board? Does and what that can include, you afford? And like, what can you afford? Does it include everything? Like literally going to school for free. Like you don't have to pay one thing. It's a literally a free education. Mm-hmm. There's not mm-hmm. very many of those out there. But it's going to be a difficult conversation, but it will be for their best. You know, a friend of mine said, Shalene, I, I'm really thinking about in this situation, should I go and get my MBA? I said, for what? Are you joking right now? For what? You're so brilliant. This is a friend of mine who's very experienced. I'm like, are you kidding? You don't need an MBA to do what it is you want to do, girl. So, I mean, in my opinion, please don't take this the wrong way, but I'm about to share my opinion. That's someone who's afraid to face the reality that it's now you. Now you have to be responsible. Plus these kids these days that are going off to college have so many more skills than even 10 years ago, kids going off to college. Like they literally know how to do so many different things. Your kids will be able to make money online and help you make money online. We just hired a 24-year-old something that he said he went to college for like one semester and he's already, he can build things out in Shopify. He can build funnels. He can write email. Like he literally learned Your skills. Your 12-year-old will be able to do those things. Yes. All right, so let's move on. Do you need your car? Do you need that expensive car? Can you downgrade your car? Can you buy a used car? Can the two of you survive on one car? How about your apartment size? Can you move to a smaller apartment? Can you survive in a studio apartment? Can you move to a different part of town? Can you move to a different state when this lifts so that you have a little more breathing room, a little bit more runway? These are just things to consider. Gym memberships, cable. We talked about apps, the country club. (laughs) I mean, some people, they just don't even realize they're like, I don't know if I can live without the country club. God bless you. This is hard too, but you know, eventually when we go back, the conversations you need to have with your kids right now are about where we should be. Mom and dad need to be investing our money and what mom and dad need to be focused on right now. And you want to make sure that your kids have an abundancy mindset through all of this. I mean, I worry about how this will impact our kids. Remember how your grandparents and great-grandparents, how they came out of the depression and they had such a scarcity mindset. And that's a dangerous place to be. You want to have a mindset of abundance. And so the messaging you use with your kids is so important that, you know, you don't want to say things like money doesn't grow on trees and we're broke. The whole country's broke. You want to say, 
We are focused on finding ways to make money. We're focused on things that will teach the whole family that we can survive this and that we can provide solutions for other people. It's all about how you speak to them. So you might have to consider, are you, you had that conversation with your kids? Are we going back to piano lessons? You know, when mom and dad need to figure out a way to make money. Online shopping, hello. I mean, obviously, you've got to look at your bank statements. You've got to be careful of the ways that you're soothing yourself right now, because those are the things that if you look at and study the Great Depression, the areas where businesses boomed were anything related to comfort, which means alcohol, drugs, food, shopping, gambling. Be careful. Housekeepers, babysitters, childcare. Cut things down, cut things out, trim. You know, make the decision for you that don't have kids going to college, make that decision public or private. Like if it comes down to my husband or my wife or whatever lost their job, do we really need to go to private school? Yeah. All right. What if you've been laid off or the very real probability that you're going to have a reduction in your pay or that you will be laid off in the future? And you'll be looking for a job or trying to maintain your job, trying to hold on to what income you have. The number one thing you need to step into is a mindset of value, not fear or anger. The most dangerous thing that you can do is fall prey to the herd of those who are disappointed, rejected, and resentful. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw people like talking about how their boss lied to them, or I worked for this company for 10 years and now they laid me. Did, did, no they pay, one- did they pay you for those 10 years? Yeah, they did. They gave you a home. They gave you income. You worked there for 10 years. It's not their fault. And it's hard to hear that, but there's a big difference between having a mindset of resentment. You know, when you have resentment and anger, they say it's like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. It just doesn't serve you. And it doesn't make you attractive. And it doesn't put you in the right frame of mind to find something new. It's a waste of time. and It's a waste of energy. So if you find that you are laid off, here's what I would do. If I walk in and you're like, Shalene, we no longer need you. I would say, I understand. And I know this is a very difficult decision. And I want you to know I'm going to continue working for you. Whatever I was doing before, I'm going to continue to do it and I can do more. Oh, and by the way, I have this skill, this skill, and this skill that I haven't been using, but I want to offer that to you at no charge because I want to be the first person you think of when you bring people back. And the other thing, good friend of ours said, if you lose your job, you don't have a job anymore. You have a new job is to go find a job. Yes. So your new job is to go find a job. Yeah. So you, you need to be a value, you know? If somebody lays you off and you're angry and you stomp your feet and you throw a fit and you say, but why? And you're not going to get brought back. And now someone has to call that person. If you ever do get another job in this environment, they're going to call your old employer and say, how was your experience with them? And at a minimum, they're going to be silent. And we know what silence says, right? So this is an opportunity for you. The way you leave your last job is going to set you up for what happens next. Facts. So be of value. And of course, you're going to say, I'm going to, I want to continue to do that for you. And I'm also going to obviously work on trying to get something new. So if there's anyone else you can think of or anywhere else I can help, please know I will accept that. You guys, you have to be in a different frame of mind than we've ever been before in our history. 
and for those of you that are freelancers or whatever you might be, let's say you're a freelancer. I don't know what position you might be. Let's say you're a sales copywriter or you're a graphic designer or something like that. You need to go to your clients and offer them better pricing so that you're more attractive to them because everybody's going to be like, literally we've like probably did four deep negotiations where a month ago we wouldn't even negotiate it. We'd just been like, okay, that's our fee. We're going to pay it. Or that's his fee. We're going to pay it. No, 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 no. It's a whole new ball game right now. Like until things get back to normal, we feel like, okay, we're, you know, we're, everybody's, the economy starting to come back. You'll feel the economy starting to come back. Just like you're feeling that it's bad right now. You're going to feel when it starts to come back too. But it's going to be a while. But it's going to take a while. It's not going to come back as fast as it went down. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And someone asked like, what if the reason why they're laying you off, they're saying it's because of this reason or that reason, just try to be positive. Don't fight. Just be the easiest person that they've ever had to lay off and say, I completely understand. What could we do? What other options are there? Could I work part-time? Could I work for you for free? Could you put me on furlough? Could I continue to work for you? How can I be of value? And those of you who are in a real predicament right now are those of you who've been sent home, you're being paid and you're not working and you're bored. Because that money has to come from your employer. They're figuring out a way to keep you employed. And I know so many of these people, they're like, I'm just home and I'm bored and I'm just getting paid. I'm like, you're the first to go. I would be reaching out every day and not saying like, what can I do? Because your owner, we don't have time to figure out what you need to do. I mean, we have a skeleton staff. I don't have time to figure out what anyone's doing. If I'm figuring out what you need to do right now, you need to go. We didn't rehearse that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact. If you're not self-motivated, if you can't figure out what to do in a crisis like this, goodbye. You are dead weight. You need to figure out what you need. You know what they need to do. You know they need help with their social media. You know that they need help answering questions and customer service and unhappy clients. They need so much help right now. See it and be of value. Hope that's helpful. All right. Number three is, as Brett mentioned, the number three step you have to do is find work. So that means, okay, so... The job that you have now, most likely, there's a very high likelihood that you got that because you knew someone who knew someone. That's it's just networking is the number one way. So the, the likelihood that your job is going to come from the job that you were just laid off from or someone that you work with, those are the people you need to stay in contact with. Contact all, everyone you know, and let them know. Don't even say I'm looking for work. I'm looking for places where I can be of value because everyone's going to be looking for work right now. If someone, which I've had many people reach out to us this week, I'll do copywriting for you. I'll write emails for you. I can do digital design. I can do tech, like tons of people offering to do things for us for free because they've been laid off. And those are the first people I'm going to think of. Maybe we'll use some of them. And those will be the first people I'm going to think to bring on when this turns around. And if you're, and if you're confident in your abilities, you, you do that because you know that you'll get hired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think about all the times when, when we coached high school football, mm-hmm. that there would always be a couple coaches every year that would come down and say, Hey, I just want to volunteer. Yeah. I just want to volunteer. And a year later, they're coaching with us. Yeah. Cause they were such great guys and they just, they volunteered their time. They didn't get yeah. paid. They just yeah. showed up and they did every work. Here's what you need to understand. Every person who's been laid off, all of those companies are suffering a massive backlash in terms of their customer service. No matter how high up you were, you could reach out and say, can I help on the Twitter feed responding to customers? Can I create videos explaining how much we care about our customers and and how valued they are and how this is a tough time? Like, Just be of service and stand out. Think about what they're going through and stand out because not very many people are going to do that because people are selfish. 
you know, and, and that's just human nature. We all are. We all think like, okay, but what about me? What about me? But that's, so that's how you stand out right yeah. now because everyone's worried. All right. So your job is to get a job, even if it's bagging groceries, because let me tell you, this is a lesson we taught our children. You are not allowed to quit it unless you are being physically abused. You are not allowed to quit a job until you have another one lined up because something happens to your mindset. The longer you go without working, the longer you go without being of service, the lower your energy gets, the less confident you feel, the more deeply depressed and anxious and doomsday you feel. And that's just not a good place to be. Start being of service now. There's so many companies right now hiring not 10,000 people, hundreds of thousands of people because there are industries out there that are feeding this country and getting people their needs in their warehouse and they're paying good money. And so if you lost your job, you might have to do that for three months, four months, whatever. And go to social media and talk about it. So if you're a former executive or a C-level employee, a C-level executive at a company and you've been laid off and you think it's beneath you to go drive Uber or to work for Uber Eats and you're delivering food, wrong. Go on social media and be an example and say, listen, I had the office suite and the comfy chair and the country club as a perk. And you know what I'm doing right now? I'm begging groceries because these are the people who are holding our country together. And that's who I am. I'm a warrior and warriors don't turn their back when there's a war to fight. They lead into it. They lean into it and document it. Be proud of it. Tell people on social media that's what you're doing. And you know who else will take notice? Your former employer. And they'll say, that is the scrappy son of a bitch I want working for me. Let's get him back here. Yep. Document this stuff. People want to see positive stories <laughs> like that. You know, the worst thing you can do is think that any job is beneath you. It's not. No job is beneath you. It's time to pivot. It's time to think outside the box. All right. And then the last thing you need to do is you need to figure out how to make, this is step number four. The fourth one is really, really important. You are responsible for you. Don't expect that check to show up. Don't expect the stimulus package to work. Don't expect any of this to go flawlessly and for it to arrive miraculously, electronically in your bank account. Just don't expect it. Expect the unexpected. Like expect the worst case scenario. Expect that they sent it to somebody else who's stolen your social security number. Like just expect it because no one is going to ride in on a white horse and save the day. It's you. Now have peace with that because that's good news. You don't have to count on anybody else. You got this. And here's the other super cool thing that your great grandparents didn't have during the Great Depression. Here's why when people say, oh, this is going to be like the Great Depression. I'm like, hell no, it's not going to be like the (laughs) Great Depression. You know why? Because they didn't have the internet. They didn't have access to the world. This is different than even 2008. Yeah. And even in 2008, you would have had to spend tens of thousands of dollars to open up a website to build the shopping cart. Do you remember how much money we spent to build a shopping cart on one of our websites? Insane. When we first started, it was insane. Like literally building a website used to cost like $25,000. A crappy website. Now you build them. The website's free. They're free. You just pay for like the, your CRM and the website comes for free with like 17 different templates that you get to choose from. I mean, it's literally like, you can start a There's You don't even start a business. Shopify. You can start making money right now online today. You yeah. don't have, and we're not talking, I know some of you are not interested in being business owners. And actually, to be frank, not very many people have what it takes to be an entrepreneur, but everybody 
can make money. Online. online. Everybody can. Everybody can. Everybody and their brother can make money online. You just have to be open-minded and stop saying, oh, but I, I don't know. I don't know what it would be. Stop it. Stop it. You don't have a choice. It's you need cute. to keep the, it's not cute. Not cute. You have to be open-minded to this. You can go if you're like, I just don't think I have what it takes to figure out a way to make money online. Goodbye. Because we can't break through that mindset. Go Y'all, this is fight or flight time. Number one was stop the bleeding. Number two is make yourself valuable. And that's how you stand out. Number three is look for any job, any kind of income. Number four is make your own money, honey. Make your own money. That is the key, right? I mean, this is how we literally have taught our kids to be self-sufficient. So they know, listen, you can't count on us and you can't count on a job and you can't count on getting a degree and then getting this cushy job that everybody talks about that just, you can't count on that. You need to figure out how to make money yourself. And we've taught our kids that, and you can teach your kids that, and you can be taught that. And I don't care if you're 74 years old and your laptop is eight years old. If you have a phone, if you have a smartphone and internet connection, you have the ability to make money online. That's the bottom line. And there's a million ways to do that from selling things online. The economy is still moving. And to be honest, I don't think reality has hit most people, which means people are still spending. But reality is going to hit people. I don't know how soon. Every day it gets sooner and sooner. Yeah. All right. I'm going to interrupt for just a moment to tell you about this next part of the Zoom call. Here I'm speaking directly to my Academy members. And so I gave everyone permission to jump off of the Zoom call if they wanted to, because even though I'm speaking to employees and people who are, your income is contingent on someone else. And if that someone or something else goes away, you're kind of like, you know, at a loss. And here's the deal with Marketing Impact Academy. We have people who've invested in it, who might be listening right now, And you invest in the Marketing Impact Academy, but you didn't take action like you thought you would. Life got busy. You had to take care of a ailing parent or you thought that's something you might do this summer or or you thought, I don't know what you thought, but I know because I've heard from you this week that there's a lot of people who made that investment and they've never done anything with it. And now suddenly you have a real reason. It's not just a push. It's like you feel pulled to do it. It's a necessity. So if that's you, if you've already invested in the academy, then you need to listen to the next part of this call because I'm going to tell you what we're going to do with you guys. And it's free. Like anyone who's ever been a member of the Marketing Impact Academy, like this is the way that Brett and I get to step up and be leaders and say, we promise you we would take care of you and we're going to lead you through this. And then one last thing, if you're not one of my students, and you desperately need it right now, I'm also going to share in this next little part how you can take advantage of something that Brett and I are doing because we know people are hurting. This is going to be an all new normal and you need guidance. You want someone who's been there. I've never been more confident or more proud of the fact that I'm 51 years old and I've been in business for 30 years. I have never felt so purpose-driven to help other people figure this out. You guys know, because you listen to the show, how many times I've had to pivot, reinvent myself, figure out what's next, branch off in other directions. And it doesn't always mean 
you're doing something completely new? That's rarely the case. It's just about broadening your horizons and understanding you have so much more to offer the world. And this might all be for a reason. So if you are open-minded to the possibilities, I want you to continue to listen because it's here where Brett and I are going to explain how we've made it accessible to anyone. This is something we've never done before, but we're in a place in our history where we've never been before. I only ask that you please understand, depending, like maybe you're listening to this way into the future, like a year from now or two years from now, or even six months from now, what I'm about to share, the price that we're able to make this available to people at and the payment plan that we've never done anything like this, where we're letting people spread the payment out over 12 months. It is because people are in crisis. And we need to help people right now. And I think people are going to be understanding of it. It's not like, you know, two years from now, you're going to tell your landlord, hey, wasn't there a time in April of 2020 where people didn't pay their rent? I think people are just going to understand that these were very trying times. And a lot of companies, a lot of businesses stepped up to say, how can we help? And so that's what we're doing. I cannot tell you based on what time you're listening to this, if the offer still stands, but it doesn't hurt to go check the link that I'm about to mention. So in case you miss it, it is shaleen.com forward slash MIA private. Okay, so for those of you who are my Marketing Impact Academy students and those of you who are interested in joining, I'm going to explain something to you that we've never done before because this has never freaking happened before. And that is the Marketing Impact Academy normally, and I I kind of have to explain this to people who've already made an investment, and I know you're going to understand. Normally, you have to pay between $2,300 and $2,500 to join the academy, right? And we take care of you. It's not a course. It's an investment that teaches you whatever you need to know for the rest of your business life, the rest of building online income. For some people, that means building a business. For others, it means just learning how to create money online. But we have found that many of the people who have invested in Marketing Impact Academy are waiting for a push, waiting for things to slow down in their life, waiting for, it's like when you're dating a kind of a crappy guy and you're like, yeah, I'll break up when I meet someone cuter, right? Like so many people made an investment in MIA and then they haven't done anything with it. I mean, that's just human nature. But this is your wake-up call. And the good news is we keep our promises. And now we're going to start from the beginning because everything's changed. And Brett and I are going to coach you through those first four phases. Phases that this America, this world, yes, even my international MIA students, we've never been through this before. And we're going to go through it with you. We're going to teach you how to pivot. We're going to teach you how to stop the bleeding We're going to coach you through that. We're also going to teach you how to start making cash right now because for some of you, you're going to need to focus on bringing cash in and not necessarily starting a business because frankly, starting a business is going to take some time and some of you don't have that. You don't have time to build an email list and build a a website and figure out how you're going to convert your followers into an email flow. You just don't have time for that. And we recognize it. So we're going to bring you together and we're going to coach you through that. But for those of you who are interested in becoming members, because now you've got the time to do this, here's what we've done. As I've mentioned in the past, if you've been on the wait list, you know this to be true. If you've seen us open up the Marketing Impact Academy for the last nine years, 
It's been between 2,300 and 2,500, depending on the offer. And what we've decided collectively as a team, and when I say as a team, I mean everyone at Team Johnson, everything we've done in the last week has been voted on and discussed collaboratively with our entire team, Brooke, Kristen, Lauren, Brett, Lexi, Alex, everybody has been involved in these decisions. And here's what we're doing. We're giving it to people for not 2,500, but for $997, a one-time payment. But also we know some people are like, I can't afford that right now. That's amazing. I understand because I've been saving for this, but I can't afford that. All right. So what we've decided to do is offer a payment plan too. And we've offered a payment plan for three months before and even six months, but we talked about it. We're like, people are going to be strapped. They're going to need to know how to make money. And we need to make this possible for people. This is a time for us to adjust and pivot because that's what we're going to teach other people to do. So you can start for $297. So you make one payment of $297 and you're in. And Brett and I will start coaching you. Then a monthly charge of $97. We've never, ever, ever, ever done that. Nothing even close. And we talked about this morning. In fact, some of you have, like on Tuesday, we had people reaching out and saying, I need to do this. And we hadn't figured this out yet. So there's some of you that maybe who already signed up at the higher rate and our customer service department is reaching out to you and making sure that you qualify for this. So we're telling you like you automatically basically save $1,000. I mean, what company does that? I'm sorry, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but like what company calls someone who made a purchase on Tuesday and says, hey, by the way, it's $1,000 less, even though they already paid. You know why? Because I just had this pit in the bottom of my stomach that there's going to be people who really, truly need that money. And if you help enough people, you don't have to worry about it. Money has never had a hold on me and it never will. So if you want to take advantage of that, um, it's shaleen.com forward slash MIA private, and you'll see everything that you get. But I do want to say this before I go further. If it's between this and healthcare, take care of your healthcare. If it's between this and rent, take care of your rent. Keep a roof over your head. You've got to take care of your family right now. You've got to prioritize your spending and you have to have very real conversations with your family. And if you make this investment, especially those of you who are considering making, like doing the full payment, let me tell you this, that's going to be instant accountability. Now you have no choice. You got to put yourself to work. And how do you do that? I'm going to walk you through it. Brett's going to walk you through it. We're going to do that step by step by step. Y'all, we've never been here before. We're doing it too. We're pivoting our entire business. Everyone's going to start back at the beginning. If you already have a business, my friend, if you're already an MIA student, you're like, okay, well, I am in network marketing or I already have a gym or I already have whatever, whatever, whatever it is. I don't care. We're going back to the beginning because you need multiple streams of income because I guarantee that stream of income that you're counting on right now will be impacted. You need more than one. And here's the other reason why we're going to do this because we've never been in this situation before. There's so many problems right now. And problems mean people are going to come up with solutions. When people have problems, they need to find a solution. And that's what entrepreneurs do. We find solutions. Every single business I've ever created is because I saw a problem that was a problem for me. And I'm like, well, if I have this problem, other people have this problem too. You've got to, right? But we're going to pivot. So when you sign up, you automatically have access. You can log in. 
But what I want you to really pay attention to is the coaching because this has never happened. Like how I would have last month explained to someone how to start a podcast and why to start a podcast. It's different today. It's different than it was five days ago. You need a real-time mentor. This is a crazy God thing that we're able to do this right now. It is such a weird, crazy thing how everything has worked out. It is so weird and such a cool thing. Like I just keep thinking about all the things. It's so crazy that this worked out this way and we're going to do it too. We're going to completely pivot our business and look for new opportunities because there's going to be so many new problems to solve for people, you know, it's going to be fun. I want everyone to know we're going to start together at the beginning because anything that I would have taught you last month, I would teach you right now in this moment from a very different perspective because we're in a new world. All right, guys. So that's the opportunity. The opportunity for you is something we've never done before. Here's what I have to tell you, though, and I promised I would be very transparent. We are operating on a skeleton staff. We stopped running ads. We pulled three big projects off of the table because we wanted our entire team to focus on serving the people in our community who need to make money online. So we had a ton of new things that we were going to be offering. We're really excited about new journals. I mean, a, a ton of new programs that we were, have been working on and spending a fortune on. And you know, there's a grief process when you've been working on something and working on something and suddenly you're like, well, can't do that. It's sad. It's hard. But it was the right thing to do. We've got a team that we had to spend some time figuring out like who's going to do what? How can we be of service, not just to our normal community, but our community has expanded because so many people who invested in Marketing Impact Academy and haven't, haven't been active in the community are back because this is a moment where they need to step up and they know it. So we've had to enable and inspire our entire team and get everybody refocused. I'm only doing three podcasts a week instead of five. We're pulling resources to give that to you, our students, our community, and Marketing Impact Academy. But because of that, I can't tell you how many people we can take, but there is a limit because we have to be able to serve people and we have to serve you well. So I can't tell you how long this offer is available for. We hope to be able to keep it open until Tuesday, okay? Assuming that we will still have space. Here's the real question. If it's something you know you will do, this is your opportunity. All right. So here's the deal to my students, my alumni, you guys double check and make sure you're getting emails from us. Just double check and make sure you accept us as a contact because our emails right now keep ending up in spam because of this virus, because there's a lot of spam emails going out and for whatever reason. So double check and make sure you've accepted us as a contact number one. And number two, make sure you're checking the Facebook group just as a backup because we're doing notices there too. We're going to announce as soon as we have those dates scheduled to start coaching. But for those of you who sign up today, you'll automatically, here's what will happen. When you go to that website, write this down, okay? Shaleen.com forward slash MIA private. Write that down. And then hold yourself accountable because when you go to that website and you sign up, send me an Instagram message and tell me you did it. Or like, you know, post it to your stories. So you hold yourself accountable. All right. And then here's what's going to happen. You'll get your login immediately sent to you. We'll also, in the future, we're going to send you a login to our private Facebook group. But our private Facebook group is a tightly run ship. We're not allowing everybody to post and go crazy in there. 
is just so we can make sure you understand what you need to know right now. Because who's got time? I mean, there's enough noise on Facebook. You don't need more. But you'll immediately be able to log in and start watching, especially those foundational lessons where you start thinking about like all of the experiences you have and all, like how to figure out what your thing is. You're going to get that right away. You'll see everything that you get. You'll get your login to the academy today. And then I'm going to send an email to everyone telling you when we're going to start together. Cool. All right. Well, this is fun. Do me a favor. Send me an IG and tell me I'm in. I ain't afraid. Let's do this. I can follow instructions. I got my why. I got my walking papers. I'm not counting on anybody else. That doesn't work out. Y'all, you cannot count on anyone else right now. So let's do this together. Warriors, start marching. We're going to do this and we're going to crush it. And it's going to be scary and it's going to be new, but you're going to be able to follow instructions and we're going to do it together and it's going to be fun. Let's do this. It's a whole new world. Love you. Bye.